Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to tell you guys that it's hilarious when you're an author. Like, you've got to just laugh sometimes. And I don't mean, like, laugh so you don't cry, (laughs) because it can be, like, all of these other emotions at once as well. But it's just hilarious how our life can change from one day to the next day. Um, So... When my friend was, like, on the podcast the other day about content, like, we were talking and she was interviewing me. And she was asking about content. I'm like, honey, you going to have content. You just you just keep living this life. You're going to have it. Because, um, trust me, it's something new happens every single day. So, yesterday, when I got home, you guys really helped me out. And, first, I want to say thank you. To listen for listening to me and for praying for me because I did not go home and take that nap. I actually stayed up and worked on a lot of author business. And I had a cup of coffee in my hand, I will admit it. I got to watch one of my favorite shows, one of the episodes before supper as I'm working, and I'm like, wow, this is nice. Like, Okay, I could I could do this. I can have an afternoon cup of coffee because um, maybe that's what can help me with prayer. I can stay awake. So now I'm going to try a new routine that as soon as I get home from work, you know, make coffee, sit down, and, you know, go through all of my social media or my emails, and then head on straight into the manuscript. Unless I'm just going to head on straight into the manuscript and, and say bump everything else for a while. <laughs> but then you have the danger of missing a very important email that someone sent you on September the 9th. And it got lost in the shuffle of emails because I have so many. Um, it got lost in there. So there's the danger. Okay, so... Yesterday, I worked on ACX when I got home, listened to my new audition, love the Southern voice. It's the cutest Southern voice. I said, Grace Leanne Johnson, there she goes. That would be perfect. So, we've got that one up and ready to go. I told her as long as she accepts it, I'll be able to add the manuscript and send her um, the final, my boyfriend's back. 
So after I worked through ACX and checked some very promising emails, which I will let you guys know all about the closer that it gets, um, just so I can make sure that it's real. And then if it's not real, I'll tell you all about scammers in life. Um, and if you want to listen to a scammer video or um, podcast, go over to Inspirational Journeys. She made one this week. All right. So, after that, I pull up my manuscript. And I was praying. I was like, Lord, do you want me to go back and fix this timeline? You know, we talked about timelines yesterday. And I was like, do you want me to go back? Or do you want me to just live where I am knowing how this is going to play out and move forward. And I looked at that blank screen and I put my fingers on and the chapter title and everything just came to me and I went forward and I wrote Jordan's chapter. So I'm trying something with this book the same way that I did with the Rapture Revolution. With the Rapture Revolution, I have um, my squirrels and the militia in one chapter and then in the second chapter I paralleled it and in real time had it going with the raptors and the hawks and and so I did it that way because it just worked so it, you could see two sides of war you could see those perspectives well with this hallmarky type book if i do finish it before the um 28th i don't know if i will or not um with this book you know that was one of the guidelines that you had to do alternating povs so i started the book off that way and i will admit it is a lot easier for me to write max chapters writing Jordan's chapters has been a little challenging for me. So when I looked at where I was in my switching, it was Jordan's turn. And I said, okay, let's go. We're just going to get Jordan's chapter done. And how can we um, help it to move along? Well, I'm looking at this blank screen and it all starts and here it comes. And there's a twist in there. Like, wait a minute. Who, who is this? If that's what I think is hilarious about our life. It's because I don't even know. I'm the author. And I don't even know this piece of the puzzle. But I know who does know. It's the Holy Spirit. And so, I just had to give the blank page over to the Lord. And not try to plan it out. Worry about it. Say, two steps ahead. Like, how is this going to tie back into the story? I have absolutely no clue. And so it was hilarious when one of the ants, you know, is holding it up and going, who's this? And, I, and I'm going, I don't know. And so I can legitimately answer um, with Jordan's voice going, I don't know. Like, wait a minute. Who is this? What is this? And so I'm just going to let the story play out. And that's where I think that each day we just need to honor our page. Just honor it. Just give the space for us to write and let us honor it and then let it go. And so I allowed myself that space. I allowed you know myself that time. I did do a housekeeping work first. And then I pulled up everything. I didn't have anything else pressing on my mind. And I gave myself that space. I was in the state of prayer. And I wrote that chapter. 
And before I knew it, it was done. And I was like, okay, chapter down. Seven pages more. That was how long that chapter was. Um, somebody asked me the other day, do I actually um, look at my words and look at what I can do and check each chapter for length? So the answer to that is I used to do that. Um, I tried to do that for one of my books and actually charted it out in my journal, and I fell away from that. Well, yesterday, I wanted to see how far I could get in my afternoon time if you know, I could learn this balance and still be able to write without a nap if I could sustain in the afternoons maybe what could I get accomplished. And so I was very proud of myself when I closed up that chapter. And you've got to remember that this is my first draft. So that chapter can get a little longer or it can get a little shorter. I believe in letting the chapter live in that space without putting any parameters on it. Because then you're going to make sure that that chapter is full that it said what it's needed to do. It's, it's complete. That's the trick with me with pro writing aid. When I put it in pro writing aid, I'm not looking at word count, page number. I'm just typing. I'm just letting that chapter work itself out on that blank screen. And then I copy and I paste it over into Word. But yesterday, I just started straight into Word because I was having the spacing issues with the Rapture Revolution. I'm still trying to figure out my best strategy here. But I just went ahead and just typed. I was like, okay, this is my first draft anyway. I've got to go through and do my edits. So let me just get the words on the paper. And so it was quick. Um, I was very impressed. I said, wow, here we go. I gave myself the space. I'm honoring the page and I'm doing it all in prayer. There was a part in there that um, I really love. Now, I had this conflict and I'm going to tell you guys what it is. Like, if you look at the guidelines of the Hallmark um, Publishing, it cannot be like overly religious. And I'm not saying that's the terms that they used. You need, if, if you're considering this, it cannot have like these really strong Christian elements in it. Well, all of my books, you know, if they're having trouble, they're praying. If they... Um, don't know what to do. They're leaning on the Word of God because this is a Christian practice um, that many of us do in order to sustain us, not only during a trial or a troubled time, but just in our day-to-day. -day. Even when something wonderful happens, you know, we're the first like, hey, we're going to praise God. We're going to thank God for opportunities. We're going to know God knows the desires of our heart. And then we're going to move forward and, and thank people and, and um celebrate with our Christian brothers and sisters and so there's just there was something missing in my earlier chapters because I was trying maybe to conform to guidelines well last night I just honored that page and I was kind of just like okay you know let Jordan's chapter be so Jordan was getting advice about pray always um, and Max's mom was just giving him this little, you know, you're praying when you're walking up the stairs. I'm praying when I'm trying to, you know, sit down on this floor. And I'm also praying for Mac, you know. And it's like, 
pray without ceasing, that came up. And I was like, let it live there. Let that be. Uh-oh. Everybody's slowing down. Everybody's breaking. Say a prayer for me. I'm getting over. Okay, sorry. But that's another way that I'm going to honor the page. I'm not going to worry about the guidelines and the parameters. I'm going to worry about the story. And so when I go back in for those first eight chapters and work timelines and work dialogue, you know, I can make sure that um, if anything else is meant to be in there, it will make its way. I do mention church. I do mention, you know, having the wedding at the church and um, things like that at the very beginning. And how she wants to have the wedding at the falls. So, it's always like, there's this always this thing with her. It's like a conflict and she's having a battle within it. Does she say what she wants? Or does she just allow things to happen around her without using her voice? And so, that's one of the themes in the book. Um, that was early emerging, even in chapter one. That was an emergent um, piece so, you know, we'll see how that develops over time because we do have to have a character change here, as we know, because our um, dynamic characters are main. So, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys for helping me talk out my balance issue. Guys, it, it can happen to anybody. And if you're going through a balancing issue in your writing life, and you're struggling with how to organize your time, talking it out with a writer friend can be just what you need. Because that's what helped me. And when you're talking it out with your writer friend, you can ask for prayer at the same time. And I know that you guys are praying for me. Then you can try, you know, new routines, new ways to organize your schedule. And that's what I'm going to have to do from here on out in order to not only meet my deadlines, it's even more about deadlines. It's to be able to do what I love. So I know that I still have my responsibilities for homeschooling, and I absolutely love homeschooling my children. Um, there is nothing like snuggling up and reading The Prisoner of Azkaban with my child. It is just, it's an amazing feeling um, to be able to homeschool, and I'm very blessed with that. But writing is also a passion of mine that I need to work and exercise and continue to put in my life. And so even if I'm stealing away 30 minutes before supper, you know, that gives me that opportunity to do that. Then, hey, there we go. And I was very grateful to my son. My son did another crock pot yesterday. Uh, we had steak subs last night. And um, all I had to do was make the french fries. And he made the onions and um, peppers and mushrooms for the topping. And he helped me put together the sandwiches. And, and I will say to you guys, you know, it's great to be able to have that kind of help. Um, the crock pot help is tremendous. In that, it was another day where I didn't have to do a heavy, big family meal. 
and I got help. And so that let me have that time that I was able to, if I could stay awake, you know, go ahead and, and get writing done and get my work done. And if I did one chapter at a time like that, let's say I have 10 more chapters to go, you know the drill. That could just be 10 afternoons. That's two more weeks. And I tried to look at it like that yesterday. I was looking at where I was in my template. And I was like, even without the weekend, like, so with the weekends, I can usually do four, I can do three to four chapters on a weekend because you know, we have ESPN Plus, and we need to plug in my computer to be able to watch UFC. And so, with me doing things like that, it takes away a huge chunk of time because we watch the prelims and we watch the main card. So, on Saturdays, that's my time. And it's it forces me away from my computer. It gives me no other choice but then to be able to say, okay, now it's my turnoff time. This is my family time. And, you know, I get to enjoy the fights with my kid. And if it wasn't the other way around, I would have the computer in front of me when we had fight pass. I'd have the computer in front of me and I would be typing and watching the fights which meant I was kind of half-brained I was right there with my son but not really with my son so I am protecting UFC time and I'm very glad for that in fact when we watched a pay-per-view and we didn't need my computer I was like okay son I'm not even gonna open it and I just sat with him. I was like, I'm too tired to even open this computer. And I put it aside because my son's a senior. He's going to be going off to college soon. And so if I'm going to have some protected time with him and watch UFC, then that's what I'm going to do for, for the rest of these fights. So I'm going to have to do my sustained writing before 5 or 6 or 7, whatever, usually 6 o'clock, um, unless they're overseas. But... So that means just if I have to get up at 5 in the morning instead of 5.30 and give myself 30 more minutes to start into my work on the weekends, that's great. I can do that. Um, I can sacrifice that time in the morning. I can try to rearrange my schedule because maybe I could get some editing done within that 30 minutes and then start right into my next chapter on Mac. And if I do that, possibly three to four chapters now one of my writing friends who alternates i asked her you know what kind of strategies did she have with alternating povs and yes you can do like what she does she writes straight through from one pov and then she matches up from the other and she just breaks up her chapters um I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could get lost in that. That could be something I could try for the rest of the half of the book um, just to see um, if that strategy works for me. You know, I tell my students all the time at school, I'm going to teach you a plethora of strategies, and then you pick the strategies that work for you, what works best for your comprehension, and then you use that, you practice that. Um, so far, you know, the strategies that's worked for me is just honoring that blank page and just letting it flow. And so the the thing with working full-time, 
it's almost like I forgot. And here's what's so kind of sad about it. Because I had my teacher summer, and I had just all day long to just focus on my writing, I was able to produce books. I was able to work and write books in a short amount of time, um, go through rounds of edits, work my social media, build all of my platforms. You know, I was able to do so much with my teacher summer and when I started back into work, it's almost like I forgot how hard it was for me. Um, and then I think, well, in the spring, I wasn't on deadlines. I wasn't working, you know, all of these books. I was strictly, you know, praying about sweet potato and, and working through sweet potato. Well, now I've added all of my summer books, the fall tour, and trying to look at re um, redoing, like doing the edits on Sweet Potato by October 15th deadline with my publisher, while I'm at the same time trying to finish manuscripts. So, you know, balance is key. Now, I've never been in this predicament before, and it's a happy one. It's a good one. I'm, I don't want to come off sounding like I'm complaining about it. I've just got to figure some things out. Um, and so yesterday, I felt finally, um, I started back to work on uh, the middle of August, and now it's the middle of September, so it's taken me about a month. And I'm just praying that I'm going to be able to have those days like I did yesterday. Now today, I'm staying for an IEP meeting to be a representative, so I'm going to be there for a long time after school. So, you know, I will help out other teachers after school and have meetings after school. And so those days, watch out because I might be even super tired because now I'll be pushing into a 10-hour day um, instead of a 9-hour day. Or, you know, and then with drive time later in the afternoon for me, it could take me an hour and a half to get home. I mean, the traffic is atrocious at certain times of the day. So, you know, with those kind of days, I do have to take into allowance, like, what will that look like? So then maybe that means getting up a little earlier on the weekends. Um, I did order groceries. Um... I did an order in this week um, for Amazon for Prime Pantry again because I can get free shipping on that. Um, if you spend like $40 you, on my account, I don't know what yours would be, but um, trust me, as, as much dinners and uh, how many kids we've got and what we're feeding in the house, um, I cook for a family of seven. So, it's like, okay, I can definitely quickly spend 40 bucks and get a lot of my grocery shopping done. And so, um, and now that I've got things saved in my queue, um, it's really easy for me to add to my order. And, and I know exactly what's on Amazon Prime that I want to order for Prime Pantry. So, I did put that in because I'm trying to figure out ways to make my life easier. Now, my niece does delivery to her house. She actually does um, a personal shopper, and they go to Food Line, and here's Tita for her, and she has some kind of personal shopper service, and they, uh, she said it's worth paying the $4 extra for the delivery fee 
in order for her niece, you know, for my niece not to have to go during her lunch break and feel like she's running a lot. So whatever you can do to find the balance, um, just try new strategies, try new things. So I'm saying add a crock pot, maybe add grocery delivery service, have someone in your household to start helping you delegate like your menu. Um, uh-oh, God, I'm trying to let you over. Do you want to get over? You got your signal on. There you go, dude. I'm not a road rager. Okay, but try to, you know, delegate some of the responsibilities where, you know, you can still do your daily writing. It's important. I think it's important, too, for our emotional well-being as writers. You know, that's why I think on the day-to-day, sometimes we can get in a mood where maybe we're not writing enough. You know, maybe we need our writing time. Maybe we need protected time to be able to work and get in that accomplishment and that that feeling of completion or, you know, our writing means so much to us that, you know, spending that time, I look at my husband when he comes home from work, you know, he's straight away turning on YouTube and he's straight away watching Fox News updates. And then when he moves from Fox News and we get our updates, then he's watching his YouTubers and he might, you know, get in a show of this like 1970s Thundercats or you know it's so random with my husband but that's what he loves to do he just loves to kind of chill after work um, and just relax on the couch and that's his outlet that's his way well my way is to have a computer in my lap and to be able to type And so, now that I know that, you know, I probably need to do that every day, I'm going to be praying for the strength to be able to do that and the balance. So, try new strategies. And I'm going to keep looking for more strategies on how to optimize my time. And coffee is going to be included in that. (laughs) Um, I have been getting to work early each day this week. So, that's a new strategy that I've added because that way, when as soon as I get into my office, it's way before the bell rings. Um, as soon as my computer updates, I jump on and I just check my sales. So I'm going to be doing a daily check of sales. I'm going to become more aware of what my book sales are in order for one, motivation, and two, to be able to look at promotional strategies You know, is what I'm doing, is it working? Is going to a book sign-in, am I seeing residual results from that? You know, maybe that could correlate with, you know, how many books now that I've sold online at the Hartwell Chronicles. Maybe it was from people I met and bookmarks that I gave out. And, and, you know, just you're not going to be 100% sure unless those readers email you and say, Hey, I just purchased your book and I met you at the book signing on Saturday. But I will say, you know, trying to start that routine is really good for my business mind because I'm more of the writer mind and less of that business practice. I've challenged myself to become more um, business oriented with this work. And so that's something that I have done every day this week. Um, And I was consistent at it for three mornings, just getting to work super early. And when I say super early, I already have to be here 
at 650 so if I can get here you know at 640 then that gives me 10 minutes and it only takes a second to pull up you know I already have how I'm doing it you know I'm pulling up Amazon and I'm determining okay are my rankings moving that could equal book sales then I move from there and then I go to Ingram Spark and I look at my uh, print-on-demand sales then I move from there and I look at my draft to digital when I start at Amazon first and predict whether or not I have any sales so then when I see a large number of sales and I'm not seeing anything on Amazon, then that means they're buying my paperback from other outlets. So the thing about Ingram Spark is when you do your report, it does not tell which one of your platforms you're getting the most heavily trafficked purchase from. It just tells you how many books you've sold per book. So I'm like, oh, well, I can only guess that Barnes & Noble is my big seller place. So that's where I'm pulling people purchasing my books. So that means what I've been doing is right. Because when I'm on my blog, I put, if you want to find me on Barnes & Noble or Amazon. So I'm actually putting both links in. And so it's just, I guess, whichever one, if it's a teacher, they have a teacher discount card. Or if they're a Barnes & Noble member, they have a discount card and they get coupons in the mail all the time. Or if they're Amazon Prime, they can get Prime shipping. So I'm giving the readers an option. I'm not just putting an Amazon link there. And I know I could put my books to read link that I got from um my ebook and that's something that I'm going to try for next week to see if I can get an increase in ebook sales by putting my books to read link there and saying um and if you prefer the ebook the ebook you know all of these retailers you know but then again here's my strategy because I have multiple books do I just want to link one book at the bottom no i want to link my author landing page so i'm actually typing in jen lowry at barnes and noble and that main page that comes up that you can scroll down and you can see all of my 11 titles that's my strategy is just putting that main link there that way if in my blog for example i'm talking solely about the hartwell chronicles or in my newsletter, I'm just talking about the Hartwell Chronicles, and I give them that Barnes & Noble link. Yes, they can buy the Hartwell Chronicles there, but they can also see all my other titles. They could possibly bookmark me for future purchase, and they'll have the whole entire spread. So that's what I've done. Um, instead of just linking to one book, I've linked it all so that way they can see my alternate formats. They can see the ebook, the paperback, and soon to see audio. So, waiting on ACX for that audio update, and uh, I'll let you know how that goes. Well, all right, guys, I'm here at work, so you know what my routine is now. I'm going in early, and I'm going to be checking uh, for all of my sales and start my day with that sales in my mind and prayer and I'm just praying for open doors for books to be in readers hands I can't tell you how wonderful it was to receive um, a message with a reader 
a young reader reading the rapture revolution for me and it's in a, a part where he's gliding over and he's um, he's in his feelings he's in his thoughts and, and it's Hamilton and and he's just reading it reading it and his mom says yeah he said he asked can I take this book to school tomorrow and I'm thinking oh yes let him take it to school how wonderful um, that means he wants to continue reading so that was such a blessing for me this week um, and I just hope that many more of those will come and that people will find the rapture revolution and fall in love with it along with the rest of my books so i hope you guys have a blessed day i'm praying for you thank you for your prayers for me continue to pray for me and um i'm praying for all of my listeners out there i say daily prayers for you guys and um i just appreciate you so much and uh happy thursday bye guys Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.